0: Welcome to The Favorites. I'm Jeff Schwartz, and this is our Monday edition, The Parlay Show. Normally you hear Chad, but Chad is out today, so with me as usual is Paul Leduca, 10 years in the bigs, four-time All-Star, and our favorite person of all time, Blackjack Fletcher, who you know from the Friday Super Contest edition of The Favorites is in. Paulie, Blackjack, what's up, fellas? How we doing, Jeff? I am fantastic. Paulie, how you doing, buddy?
1: How you doing? Um, Not much. Out here in Kentucky, I haven't flown home yet. I'm just hoping that my luggage gets home. Uh, That's why I chose to fly home a day late, and Blackjack made the mistake of flying home last night.
2: Yes, Paul. I I made the mistake of flying home so I could actually show up to work, unlike Chad Millman, who I'm filling in for, who's lounging in his day bed in his mansion in Greenwich, (laughs) Connecticut.
1: And you don't even have <laughs> half your stuff, and you're happier than
2: him. No. Well, you know what? That's because I'm here talking to you two beautiful bastards.
0: For those who don't listen to the Friday edition, uh, Blackjack and Chad go after each other quite often. This is par for the course. All right, guys. Big games yesterday. We had Rodgers, uh, Brady, the Patriots covering that. Uh, by the way, the the highest ticket counts yesterday were 11-0 in all the games. Big day for the public. Blackjack, you bet against your Patriots yesterday. How do you feel about losing that that contest Sunday Night Football?
2: Uh, Look, I didn't feel great about it. Thankfully, I also had the under, so I I evened it out with that. But you know what, Jeff? I'm not going to second-guess myself. That's not how I live. You know we've had this conversation. I live life looking through the windshield, not the rearview mirror. (laughs) Okay, I took Aaron Rodgers on the points. My mistake. Move on. What's next?
0: Paulie, I know that you always come in here with a great story about a bad beat. For the week, it's one of my favorite things. I have bad beats as well, but you, you just seem so much <laughs> like more depressed about it when you talk about yeah, it. What was your I'm What not, was, your, was your worst play? Penn I'm State. Not
1: depressed? I'm not depressed. Like I sent you the um, text. When you're wrong, you're wrong. My best bet was Penn State. They got house michigan's for real i mean their defense at least is for real um hold on hold on that that can't be it
2: because let me let me tell you a little tale from kentucky jeff from the weekend okay i'm sitting in a bar yesterday called roosters in lexington kentucky with paul Laduca and one of his his friends from kentucky and we're sitting there and i had the redskins yesterday second loss of the day and i make the brilliant decision that you know what I'm going to live bet the Redskins plus 17.5. And, and Paulie decides, I'm with you on that one. I'm going to live bet him too. And now we've got Paula Duca running across rooms in the bar to catch the Redskins' plays on the TV in the other room, which of course they didn't cover the 17.5 either. Thank Terrible. you, Washington. It was an interesting day. It was an interesting day. Jeff. It was.
1: And the best part is, my buddy next to us got him at 18.5. We all lost. Yep. <laughs>
0: I, I thought the Washington Redskins were going to cover that spread yesterday. I was shocked at the way they played. What's but going on with I, them, Schwartzy? Dude, what's funny about you spreading across the bar, so I was in an event with my wife on Saturday, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch college football Saturday night. I'm okay with that. But we got to the event, and we were there a couple minutes early, and we were staying at the bar and texas and west virginia were on and i had money on texas and i had big money on texas i thought they would win that game so i'm watching the game i'm not even paying attention to her and and our friend that came and she just goes okay you know what just stay downstairs so she was a great (laughs) wife She let me watch the end of that football game i was able to do that she went up to the party for a little bit and then i was just kind of like in and out of paying attention to the party and also watching college football because we know that this job Never ends. I just love fo- – football is just amazing. But you guys had a good weekend in Kentucky that was good?
2: Yeah. Yeah, great weekend, man. We got to hang out at the Breeders' Cup, sit in Millionaire's Row. Uh, Paulie had some interesting comings and goings. He uh, interviewed Toby Keith, Bo Derrick, and uh, nice. Carson Cressley. Am, am I right on that one, Paul?
1: Yeah, it was – Jeff, it was so cool. Like, cause Toby Keith walked in with a Dodger hat on. Never even knew he was a Dodger fan. He's rapping Dodgers. He's rapping Giants. He knows his baseball like you couldn't believe. Like, I, I, cool as can be. He must. Blackjack. I mean, how many pictures did he take? He must have took. Toby Keith was pitches. awesome.
2: Awesome guy. But the other two interviews may have been more interesting than Toby's. Were, were they not, Paul?
1: Yeah, Carson. Kressley. Uh, uh, for the straight guy. For a lot of people that don't remember that show, he was a fashion expert. So I got to interview him. He's a Breeders Cup ambassador. And he broke down he was doing the fashion stuff and then he broke down my uh outfit. Uh it was absolutely classic. And then um Rashard Lewis, he had a great one on me. You would have loved this one, Schwartz. I was behind Rashard Lewis and I'm like, Hey Richard, what are you gonna bet? And he's like, It wouldn't matter, man, you wouldn't be able to see it <laughs> And I'm like, There you go, six foot ten athlete, yep. five foot eight athlete Paul- and then Steven Jackson as well. Yeah,
2: Steven Jackson is a mountain of a man, by the way. Uh Paul also got to interview the lovely Bo Derrick. Yes. There you go. That,
1: I mean, sixty two years old. I didn't want to drop it. Um, Schwartzy. You you know, I don't know if you remember Cheryl Teagues and back in those days and yes. and when we had those posters up on our wall, Bo Derek, but like when when she was a ten, I didn't want to drop that on her. But for sixty two years old, I'll tell you what, she's a beautiful woman.
0: Well, that's you had a fun time it looked like that was great I followed along it was nice to follow along on social media as you guys posted all your photos All right, let's get to this So the way this this works Mondays for Blackjack who who I'm sure listens to our podcast but let's refresh everyone we'll make three picks each we'll have a total of nine picks for our parlay we'll put them into a nine teamer we can win $20,000 if we put down 20 bucks each eight weeks in a row now we've given you guys nine picks eight weeks in a row we have not won so far this week we are Three and five, one game left tonight. We got Tennessee at plus six for Monday Night Football. I actually won two this week. That was nice because I had gone, how about this, Blackjack, over the last Yikes. two weeks. So the way so the way this will, will go is we'll pick, uh, we'll each take our turns going through the board, college football. We actually pick anything. We could pick college basketball if you would like. It's starting up this week, uh, NFL, obviously, and, and NCAA football. All right, let me go first. This this NFL slate, man, is not shaping up to be the best week right now, but I think we're to go all the way to Monday Night Football, so how about this? Niners favored by three points over the Giants. The Giants are awful. They're awful. The Niners, we saw them against the Raiders, and this is not an overreaction for the Raiders because I think that, that the Niners offensively are just so far advanced than like 25 teams around the NFL that... They can do a lot with a little, and their offensive line is really good. They're running the ball well. Even if Bethard or Mullins plays, I think that um, their offense will be able to move the ball against the Giants, who trade away Harrison. Uh, the Giants are just a complete and absolute wreck. The Niners' front seven is really good; they, they can get after the quarterback. The Giants' offensive line is out thirty-one points. I know it's a game that's long way Monday Night Football, so we have to wait till the end of the week to win this parlay. But I, I, I just I can't see the Giants even come close to this game. Traveling across the country like this too, mind that football, uh, give me the Niners. Paulie, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I don't mind this because, you know, I had said before, the Niners don't have trouble moving the football. You're right. Their offensive line is good. And C.J. Bethard at times has moved that team. Then insert Nick Mullins and voila. Um, I mean, like uh, Brett Favre uh, reincarnated, I guess. I mean, and who thought he would bring out a game like that? But he threw safe throws. He stayed away from <clears throat> from turnovers, and they dominated a Raider team that's just in disarray. So um, maybe there's going to be a little bit of reaction to Mullins, but the Giants, I it looks like to me like the party's over. And when the party's over in New York, and and the media starts piling on, you start you start quitting. So I don't mind this pick, blackjack.
2: Yeah, I mean the Giants stink. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, it's painfully apparent to everyone that watches them. The Niners with Mullins, I mean, I you know I thought there might have been a quarterback controversy with Jimmy G and C J Bethard. Now you throw Mullins in, and it's it's is it time to start asking you know what they do with that first overall pick? I mean, you know, do you do you trade Jimmy G and try to get another one and really rebuild around Mullins? Maybe, maybe. Oh come on, blackjack.
0: Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy in San Francisco.
2: That's is... well, you know what? If Mullins if Mullins plays this well for the rest of the season, he will have a longer resume than Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: He beat. He, he beat the, the hapless Raiders. He beat the hapless Giants. Let's see them against a, a good team before we go there. All right, Paulie, you're up first. And by the way, Blackjack, you're, you're new to this podcast. Paul will give us one amazing college pick every single week, and I yep. hope it's the first one.
1: Hmm. I'm, I'm guessing not go it's the not first the first I, one. I'm going to go with the, the reaction. Uh, the Seahawks plus 11 against the Rams. Um, and the reason why the Seahawks 4-4, divisional rival, I mean, they lost to the Chargers yesterday. And, you know, Russell Wilson, again, tried to do a little bit of heroics at the end. They actually tried to uh, save some of the overbetters with a tip pass. the end. I needed that pass to be completed so I could have uh, got to that over. But my thing is, is like, l- listen, the, the Rams um, played – the Saints last night, it was their biggest game. They had their first loss. They're going to be a tiny bit deflated. I know they go back back home, but Seattle knows them just as good as anybody else. Seattle's finally healthy. And I think you can still run the football in the Rams. And the Rams' defense is starting to show a little bit of holes in it. You thought their front front four was going to be pretty good at the beginning of the season, but it hasn't been as good as you thought. And the secondary is starting to, um, you know, falter. And I know they've played... The Saints, I get it. Drew Brees, is a different ball game, but I'll take Russell Wilson in eleven points in 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 a in a inner in you know rival game in the same division game.
0: Blackjack.
2: Yeah, I, listen, I don't love this one, Paulie. I, I mean, I, the only reason I can go with it is because of the eleven. But I, I think the Rams have come out with a big bounce back after this loss to to New Orleans. I think they come out looking for blood. I'm not sold on Seattle. 11's a lot of points, though, in a divisional game. So I, I don't hate it, but I don't know. This would have been my first pick off the board, Paulie.
0: Well, we have a challenge flag, by the way. So, if you feel greatly about something, you can challenge it. Now, I have to also agree with your challenge, and and that we can throw it off the yeah. board. But I'm not, I'm not challenging this pick.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't either, Jeff. And you know what? I, with I've listened to your show many times, and this isn't going to be the craziest pick Paul makes today. So
0: <laughs> it's definitely not. And I think for a divisional game, you're right though. The, it's a lot of points, and if, if this game, I know this is Monday. But I think this game might get down a little bit to like seven, seven and a half, maybe seven, but seven and a half, eight. At that point, I think the Rams would play, but eleven, ten, I think the Seahawks would play. All right, Blackjack, your first pick in the Parlay Show. Go ahead.
2: I'm going to some college football here, Jeff, and I'm I'm telling you what. There's a game here that I love. It's SMU and UConn. All right, UConn is the worst college football team against the spread. You've pointed this out yes. yourself, Jeff. They're an awful team. SMU, on the other hand just took it to Houston uh, this past Saturday. They're laying 18 at UConn, and I can't lay those eighteen quick enough. I think they beat the hell out of UConn on the road.
0: I think I agree with you here. UConn, by the way, if you look at Bill Conley's S P rankings, they're dead last. They're 130th. Awful. Awful. And if you look at if you look at SMU, uh, they're they're 90th, but you're right. They've played better ball of lately. They just came off a win against Houston. The one thing that worries me about this a tiny bit is the fact that this is at UConn, and not that I don't know if that really terribly matters very much, um, but that that that's only the thing that kind of worries me is we can have a weather I, issue. I or wouldn't worry like that.
2: about it, Jeff. There, there's not much of a home field there. There's going to be more staff at Chad Millman's mansion than there will be fans in the crowd at stores.
0: God, God UConn's defense, like SMU's offense, is pretty good, explosive wise. They're like in the twenties to thirties. Well, runs defense, the ball really well, don't they? Is, who does? SMU. Yeah, it doesn't matter because UConn is is 129th, 130th, 128th, 129th, 130th in every defensive category. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're awful. They're awful. So I'm taking the Mustangs.
0: I can roll with this pick here. I kind of like this. All right, so we got we got one we got one wild college pick out of the way. I'm sure Paul will come.
1: I like it. I like think like I it for me. I love it.
0: This is going to be, I think, a college football and more podcast because the NFL lines this week are just not. Yeah, they're not great. They're Not very juicy. How about this? How about this? We're going to the Pac-12 conference. You know, Paulie and I are Pac-12. Give me Cal plus five at USC this weekend. The Cal Golden Bears are great on defense. They are great on defense, and they can't score very much. But when you have a great defense like this playing against USC's offense, who's been up and down all season. I like the five points here. Cal's defense, by the way, 19th in the country. They just went to Washington State, by the way, in that high-powered Mike Leach offense with Gardner Minshew and only gave up 19 points. And and actually, Washington State scored with 18 seconds left to win that game. Otherwise, it might have gone to overtime. We know Cal shut down Washington, only allowed – 12, uh, 10 points to them, 7 points to Oregon State, allowed 24 to Arizona. They have a great, great team. Even Oregon, they lost 42-24, but Oregon had two scores on defense that game. So I think this game is really low scoring. I don't quite buy USC. And by the way, the Pac-12 South is a complete dumpster fire right now, and a lot of teams think they can still win this conference, uh, excuse me, this division, including Cal is 5-4, USC is 5-4 and four as well. Um, I love the Cal Golden Bears here. Paulie, what do you think?
1: I'm actually with you. I was over. I actually liked Cal against Washington State because I figured Washington State might throw in a clunker. They they, they covered um, plus to nine, and I think a lot of people don't realize uh, Cal's like top 25 or 30 in the nation in defense. So people don't realize the Pac-12 has sort of switched. It's sort of a defensive conference yep, this year, or well. or the offenses are not good. One or the other. We I, I haven't figured it out yet. But you're right. It's a mess. And Washington State right now is the best team in the Pac-12, and they gave them all they could handle. I I like this play because Cal plays decent defense, um, and when you get later in the season, I, I feel defense wins.
2: Bye, yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Uh, you, you, this is why I love you, Jeff, because you you talk about the Pac-12 in such a way that it makes it seem like it's actually a real football conference. (laughs) Um, But you're right about Cal. Cal plays really good defense. The one clunker they had was against UCLA. But other than that, they've been really good. And USC, listen, I think USC is going to bottom out this season. I really do. I think they're going to falter down the stretch and I wouldn't shock me if Clay Helton was out after this year. So yeah, I'll take the five with Cal. Paul,
0: you're up, buddy.
1: All right. I'm going right back to the pac 12 and, you know, if I'm in a homer pick, you know I love it. And I I love the Arizona State uh, uh, Sun Devils. And, now, and I have to lay some points this week, boys, because they're playing UCLA. And now, UCLA, I know that you were on them uh, a couple weeks ago. They lost to Arizona to the backup quarterback. And then they got they got housed the last two, two, time, uh, two weeks. They got beat heavily by an Oregon team that – yeah, Oregon's probably better than Arizona State. But Arizona State finally, to me, has had their, had their one coming out party in a lot of years, Jeff. I've been watching Arizona State football. I graduated from there. I had to live through Todd Graham. I had to live through Dennis Erickson. I had to live through all the bull crap. What Herm Edwards did, he beat a darn good Utah team last week off a of bye week. I think he finally figured out his team. He buried a good Utah team that was still in the Pac-12 race. And I really think now they got to try to get their sixth win to get bowl eligible, move forward and get to a better bowl. And I I think they're just starting to move forward as a program. And I think the 12.5 points is an easy lay here, and I think Arizona State's going to bury them.
0: Blackjack, before I get get your opinion on this, um, Arizona State's one of these teams that, I agree with you, Paul. I think they finally kind of hit their stride, especially offensively. Thirty-five at USC, thirty-eight against Utah. Uh, Utah's defense, you mentioned, it is is supreme, even for the Pac-12 conference blackjack. So you can take that and shove it. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that UCLA on the road, it, I just it's a lot of points. But I do I do agree with you, Paul. I think that Arizona State can control the tempo of this game defensively. That three-three-five defense it'll confuse UCLA. Um, I don't mind laying the points here. Blackjack?
2: I don't either. I don't either. I like Arizona State's defense a lot. Um, UCLA, not ready for prime time this year. So, yeah, that, that's fine. Oh, thank you. All right. You're a buddy. Blackjack, <laughs> number two. All right. My next pick, did I'm sticking.
1: Your, by the way, did you lose your jewel, too?
2: N- well, no, thankfully I have the jewel I'm vaping while we while we're talking, but I did oh, have I'll to go and more. buy another charger because my charger is with my laptop in my bag. Thanks again Frontier.
0: Wait, you don't you don't keep like your laptop like in like kind of like on your person?
2: It's in a, it's in a bag when I fly. I mean, what am I supposed to do, carry it around? No, you just a put it, like
0: under the seat in front of you.
2: I put it in the overhead compartment, Jeff. Sorry for trusting that a bag is safe in the overhead compartment.
0: Well, that's yeah, it's your fault for trusting somebody. Yeah, it's, it's my correct. fault for flying Frontier.
1: Have you, you ever had a, a stewardess take your bag off the plane when you, like, put it in the overhead bin and did not tell you?
0: Isn't Frontier one of those airlines that charges you, like, for every little extra yeah, thing? Yeah, Jeff. Like, Jeff, I like, had to pay had for belt. the
2: privilege of carrying the bag on the plane. And then the stewardess took the bag off the plane along with three other peoples because she was running out of room and left the bags in Cincinnati. <laughs> left them in Cincinnati. <laughs> Okay, like Frontier Airlines—they're like the New York Giants of airlines. They stink.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, at least you didn't lose your your uh, your sense of humor and your and your love for life in Cincinnati. All right, you got a year up. You're up. Pick number two.
2: Taking Ohio State minus three and a half. They're playing Michigan State. Ohio State's off two bad games in a row here. I don't think we're getting three in a row. They need to bounce back. They almost blow it to Nebraska last week. They obviously have the bad game against Purdue the week before. I think this is the week we see them get back on track. Michigan State, up and down, inconsistent this year. I think Ohio State goes out there and wins by double
0: digits. Does it worry you this game is at, is at Michigan State in the East Lancer?
2: No, doesn't. Ohio yeah, State's primed for a bounce back, three and a half points here. I th- Again, I think this is a double-digit win for the Buckeyes. Either yeah, that or I mean, Urban Meyer is going to fake a heart attack. I mean, one of those two things is going <laughs> to happen this weekend. Either the Buckeyes have a big game or he's having health problems.
0: I say Michigan State is pretty horrendous on offense, and um, their defense is really good, which does worry me a tiny bit. But you're right. Ohio State is too talented to kind of be like running in the mud right now, right? Like they, You have to think like, hey, uh, this is a team that should be doing more on offense. Uh, defensively, they're allowing a ton of explosive plays, and, and luckily they play Michigan State who doesn't really – have much of it supposed to play offense, so it matches up uh, pretty well for Ohio State. Paulie, what do you
1: think? No, you took the words out of my mouth, Jeff. Like Michigan State, like they don't throw the ball ten yards down the field, so like it's the perfect team um, for Ohio State to play right now. Because you're right, they're just they got some back, you know, injuries on the backside of that defense. And they've been giving up big plays, and, and it's for the first time, I think I can remember that Urban Meyer has a. Throwing team, it really doesn't have a run game, and I think that's what's hurting them in the last couple weeks. And maybe they can get back to the run. I think it's going to be a grinded out game, but yeah, I don't think they get hurt by the big play. So I think this is a solid play. I like
0: this. I like this as well. All right, let's uh, let's stick with college football. I just I want to pick pros, but these lines are just not they're not the great this year. All right, or this week I should say. Let's go to the, another. I'm going to go with a poly obscure game. You all ready for this? Memphis. Minus 14 at home against the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes. I love Memphis at home. Memphis at home scores a ton of points. Yep. Ton of points at home. On the road, they're a little bit different, except this week at East Carolina, they scored 59 points. Their offense right now is in the top five in college football in explosive plays. And that's because their running back, Daryl Henderson, is averaging 9.5 yards a carry. yards to carry. That is ridiculous. And they're going against a Tulsa defense who cannot defend explosive plays. I love this play right here. I think Memphis is going for the throat right now. They're trying to get to the highest bowl game possible they can get at. Give me the Memphis Tigers a minus 14 against Tulsa.
2: I got no problem with that. I like Memphis. I,
0: I can't argue with it. By the way, Chad's going like, to listen to this podcast and be like, you guys are picking the squarest picks of all time. I can already hear him saying this, yeah, I don't you, care. You, you want to know we, something, Jeff? We need to we need to win this week.
2: I tweeted this out uh, yesterday while I was sitting with Paul in Roosters in Lexington. I remember on our podcast on Friday of last week, Chad called me a square and said, if we were sharp, we'd be betting the Bills and the Browns this week. Nope. Tell me, did the Bills and the Browns, did either one of them cover anyone? Eleven close? and
0: oh, the squares were eleven and zero yeah. yesterday. Yeah. All so the Chad can suck it. Teams with the highest ticket count won yesterday. Is the worst day the books have had in forever. So we're going with all of these great picks. Look, we haven't won a, par- a parlay show yet. This can be the week.
2: That's why, why I'm right. here, Jeff. That's why I'm here to try to Pauly, drag this podcast across the finish line.
0: I love it, buddy. Pauly, third pick. You're up, buddy. All
1: right, my next pick is the one I know black going can hate. <laughs> it makes it even better are you ready for it yeah. Bengals plus it four huh though. no, no. Cincinnati Bengals no <laughs> no the flag is out the flag is
2: out no. no yeah the flag is out
1: I'm gonna challenge this I challenge rolling on the field 90% of the bets are ready on the Saints and the line moves towards the Bengals the Bengals are coming off a bye week this is a must-win week for the Bengals. I know Marvin Lewis sends you holiday cards every year. You and him are best friends. Vontae's perfect is supposed to be playing. Hopefully, perfect. he will. Perfect. Perfect.
0: That's your son. That, that's your son, Devil,
1: buddy. We got to deal with Drew Brees and his mole. I'm sorry. His mole.
0: Vontae Burford, by the way, is Arizona State alum, which is where you went. He against Oregon in two thousand eight or nine, went up to Eugene, got three personal fouls in the first half, and the coach had to bench him for the rest of the game. That guy is out of control.
1: He's out of his mind. Here's the best part about Vontae Burfict: a lot of people don't even realize he got kicked off the team at Arizona State and still got drafted. He's probably uh, has he's exceeded the most fines ever. Like he's just just he can't. He's one of those guys that can't help himself. He was a problem child. He was recruited by everybody at a high school, and Arizona State took him because it was you know Dennis Erickson. And when Erickson took him, he basically got kicked off the team. He pulled a Legarrette Blunt. Remember when Legarrette Blunt punched the guy? He yes. Pulled something like that. It wasn't to that extreme. And then he got drafted, and he's a tremendous player, but he just can't help himself. But when he plays, they're a different team.
0: So I guess it's my turn to react to this. I. I'm I'm a, I'm not going to throw the challenge flag. I'll tell you oh, why. God damn it, Jeff. I'll tell you why. I want to be able to say to Blackjack that we were right this week. Because if we throw the challenge flag and then Blackjack's on our podcast, he then has bragging rights that he came in here the first day on the Monday edition of The Favorites, the parlay show, and threw a challenge flag and overruled Pauly. So I'm going to stick with Pauly here. You know, look, the sharp play is going to be the Bengals plus four in this game. Um, I know you love the Saints, and I do as well. They're they're playing some really good football. And I hate the Bengals. Um, yeah, the, you know, I, betting on Andy Dalton's not the best. Yeah, but I'm sticking uh, yeah. with Chad I'm, Millman. Doing, Chad
2: loves Andy Dalton. Wants we're to are him every week.
0: We're doing the Bengals plus four. It's in. It, it's locked in. All right, Blackjack. Last pick. You're up, bud.
2: I'm taking Troy over Georgia State and pick pick'em. Whoa. All right, Troy. Troy is a markedly better offense than Georgia State. Their defense is better than Georgia State. They're better on every side of the ball. The only reason this game's a pick is because it's at Georgia State. I think Troy goes in there, gets the job done, at a pick 'em, Troy.
0: I like this pick because – I like this pick because you don't even know which Georgia team they're playing, so it's even better because it's Georgia Georgia Southern. Southern.
2: There you go, Southern. You
0: don't even care. I'm fostered
2: because of the Saints. I can't believe you took
0: Andy Dalton
2: over Drew Brees. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that for one second. Andy Dalton over Drew Brees. The
1: mole.
2: The mole. mole. You're handicapping football based on a mole. (laughs)
1: Hey, The way I've been going, I had Penn State. Okay, my other pick was going to be I want to know, Jeff, I need you to get on the computer right now. and Do they have how many points Rutgers is going to score against Michigan? Michigan is laying 29 points at Rutgers. I don't think Rutgers might score.
0: Rutgers offensively right now is 128th in efficiency. We know Michigan's defense is really good. Yeah, I think Rutgers, Michigan's defense is number one in the country. It's not going to be up yet. But the projected win margin for, for well, I use I like Bill Conley a lot for S&P, is 41 points for Michigan. Would projected you rather win be like 29.5 points.
1: points on the road than, 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 than Cincinnati? Because, like, honestly, I am going to play Michigan. I would never play 29. but I've No, it's up to thir- it's 39. 39, it's 39 39?
0: Yes, 39. Keep the the Bengals are staying in. We're not talking about the Bengals. The Bengals are in. They're in. They're done. They're locked in. Troy's locked in. We're all locked in. Paul, you don't have to defend yourself. I got your back, buddy.
2: You do have to defend yourself. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Troy by the way, on paper looks um looks like they should beat Georgia Southern. Uh, Georgia Southern we know is a Big fan of running the football. They don't pass the ball uh, very often at all. Their quarterback has only attempted sixty nine passes this year. Sixty nine passes. So nice. uh, they they run. They are a interesting uh, team for a team that runs the ball. You think they would be under center, kind of wing T, doing what you know the academy schools do. They're not. They run their entire offense out of shotgun. It's pretty interesting to watch. Um, big big running team. All right, guys, we have our nine plays locked in. Let's go over them really quick. So I had the Niners minus three. Cal Bears, the Golden Bears, the fighting Golden Bears, plus five at USC this weekend. I also had Memphis minus 14 at home against Tulsa. Paul LaDuca, Seahawks plus 11 against the Rams this weekend. Then uh, you went with your Sun Devils laying the 12 and a half at home against the Bruins of UCLA. And then you had the Bengals plus four at home against the Saints. Really just a piss off Blackjack, and I love it even more. Blackjack, our guest for today with Chad just out in his away in his Connecticut mansion. Did you pick SMU minus 18 over UConn just to just to jab Chad a little bit?
2: No, if I was going to do that, I would have taken Northwestern, the school he couldn't get into. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ohio State minus three and a half, and Michigan State. And lastly, the last pick you heard was Troy versus Georgia Southern. Can it's a pick it and you take Blackjack.
1: Troy. I
0: love it. Blackjack is the man. All right, guys. Blackjack, we appreciate you coming on today, Paulie, as usual. And thank you to all our listeners. Listen to favorites. We have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can check out our website at actionnetwork.com. If you bet on parlay, share how you bet and your betting slip. Hashtag favoritesparlay on social tag at Action Network HQ. You can win 20K alongside with us. Blackjack, Polly, appreciate it. See you guys on
1: Wednesday when Chad talks to Scooch. Talk to you next time.